And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk Guys podcast. I'm your host, TP. I'm your host, Theo. And I'm E-Rock. And today, on this new year, kind of bringing you some old news, but... Which is what we always do. Yeah, we got supplies and stuff. We survived Y2K23. We survived the new year, yeah. Or Y2K24. 24. Oh, is that what that means? It's 2024. It's 2024 yeah, it'd be now. the coming year, right? The Y2K bug was in 1999. Right. So, what we got here, gents? So, uh... So, uh, well, we're going to be going a couple different places tonight, but found an article on actually at Des Moines Register.com by Jose Mendiola. Diola. Yeah, I've already got the paywall on mine. So, the Satanic Temple says part of display in Iowa Capitol, quote, destroyed beyond repair. The Satanic Temple of Iowa says a statue depicting the pagan idol Baphomet, part of its controversial display in the iowa capital had been destroyed quote this morning we were informed by authorities that the baphomet statue in our holiday display was destroyed beyond repair the group said in a thursday statement posted on facebook what is baphomet what is that it's an ancient idol right it did not indicate whether the vandal or vandals had been identified capital security cannot be reached for comment late thursday but they were we know yeah, we know who that individual is now, which is the next one we're getting to. Go ahead. What's a Baphomet? Baphomet is a deity which the Knights Templar were accused of worshiping that subsequently became incorporated into various occult and Western esoteric traditions. The first known mention of Baphomet was in a letter written in 1098 by Anselm of Ribemont, describing the siege of Antioch during the First Crusade. Anselm stated that the Turks called loudly upon Baphomet. Most scholars believe that the word refers to Muhammad, the founder of Islam. Isn't that like the goat head? I thought it was more ancient than that. It's, yeah, so uh, is there another? Okay, there's more. The name Baphomet appeared in trial transcripts for the Inquisition of the Knights Templar starting in 1307. It first came into popular English usage in the 19th century during the debate and speculation on reasons for the suppression of the Templar order. And interestingly enough, the Baphomet, when you look at it, the original, that first drawing, Baphomet's like the first transgender. Yeah. He's like a goat with tits. Mm-hmm. That's right. What kind of bottom? Goat legs covered up. That's right. 
a Man- man's manly, upper torso with, manly shoulder with women's breast yeah and a goat head angel wings pointing up and down to a crescent moon you've all seen the image you can go look it up but yeah it so was, that's interesting yeah it is yeah half human half animal male and female good and evil the intention was to symbolize the concept of balance no way with Baphomet representing the goal Mm-mm. of perfect social order no no doesn't happen that the way. The sabbatic goat, a hermaphroditic winged human figure with the head of and feet of a goat that is adorned with numerous esoteric symbols. No way. Dawn on the 1861 book, Dogma et Ritual de la Hoite Magie, Transducional Magic, Its Doctrine and Ritual by the influential French occultist Elephas Levi. I anyway. won't be reading that anytime soon. No, I won't either. So that's interesting, eh? but yeah, they found out it was a former Mississippi House candidate charged after satanic displays destroyed Iowa Capitol. Yeah, this from the AP on December fifteenth, twenty twenty three, by Scott McFetteridge and Jim Salter, Des Moines, Iowa. A satanic temple display inside the Capitol, the Iowa Capitol in Des Moines, was destroyed, and a former U.S. Navy fighter pilot who was recently defeated in a state house election in Mississippi is accused of causing the damage. The display is permitted by rules that govern religious installations inside the Capitol, but has drawn criticism from many conservatives, including presidential candidate Ron DeSantis. A Facebook posting by the Satanic Temple on Thursday said the display known as a Baphomet statue, quote, was destroyed beyond repair, end quote. Yeah, I saw pictures of it. It was decapitated, and then the head stomped into nothing. Though part of it remains. And then the body was stomped beyond repair. Michael Cassidy, 35. Butch Cassidy's grandkid. Of Lauderdale, Mississippi was charged with fourth-degree criminal mischief. The Iowa Department of Public Safety said Friday he was released after his arrest. He drove all the way up here. (laughs) To Des Moines. Yeah. Wow. What an asshole. We felt very strongly about it, apparently. It's true. But there was a a Twitter or X post Theo found. Yeah, there was an X post by Mises Caucus. You can find them at LP Mises Caucus. They're part of the Libertarian Party. That's what the LP stands for, right? And uh, the reason that I'm sharing this is because as soon as I saw it, I had never thought of it that way. But uh, it makes sense to me now. And this is kind of how I'm the lens that I'm seeing it through. So once again, Mises Caucus at LP Mises Caucus on X Twitter. While Congress was extending FISA via the NDAA, that's uh, National Defense Authorization Act, conservative culture warriors were reacting to a satanic statue in a state house, parentheses, arguably its most fitting home, end parentheses, by calling for more government control of religion and speech. Conservatism is progressivism driving the speed limit i thought that that in the parentheses there arguably 
its most fitting home. <laughs> you know what? That makes sense to me. And it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we're going to get to that. The reasons why, perhaps, in uh, some later stuff that we're going to go over. So you don't think the separation of church and state with yeah, absolutely. Satanists? Sure, that's fine. Yeah, it's still religious. I mean, yeah. Well, there, there was that whole big argument about like Ten Commandments being at, at state uh, courthouses and stuff all over the country a few years ago. And they ruled that was in violation of separation of church and state. So they got rid of the Ten Commandments. So is this not the same thing? Either make up your mind state, either you don't associate with any religion or you do. Like, which one is it? You know? Why did they allow this in the first place? And Doug. Because there are rules that allow religious, whatever the hell you want to call them. Duh, dude, because our leaders worship Satan. <laughs> well, even the Christian ones, though, they <coughs> allow little pageant items or whatever the hell you want to call them. Hmm. No, so, yeah, I think the Church of yeah. Satan decided to do one this year. Uh, it, yeah, it's one of those deals. So, like I said, though, like there's the real thing, though. Are you guys going to be separating church and state, or what are you going to do? Embrace it. I don't know. It seems very hypocritical. Sure. Yeah. According to Cornell Law School, separation of church and state is a phrase that refers to the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. The phrase dates back to the early days of U.S. history, and Thomas Jefferson referred to the First Amendment as creating a wall of separation between church and state. As the third president of the U.S., the term is also often employed in court cases. For example, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Hugo Black famously stated in Everson v. Board of Education that the First Amendment has erected a wall between church and state, and that wall must be kept high and impregnable. But there are Christian exhibits going up in the Iowa capital soon. Yeah. yeah. So I guess they're just letting everybody do it, which, you know, whatever. At this point, I really don't care that much about stuff like this. One way or the other, I'm not going to let it. I'm going to try to not let it ruin my day, right? Yeah, I mean, if staffers are getting videoed of sexual acts on, on the, the Senate, Senate floor, yeah, on the Senate desk, then <laughs> it uh, the state houses have become a place of debauchery. Yeah, I'm sure they are too. <laughs> right? Isn't that the beast system? Yeah, part of it. Is, I think, uh, yeah. All the, all the governments in the world. So, speaking of that NDAA that the Mises Caucus brought up, Theo's got this antiwar.com article. It's, it's evil. Yeah, I found it on antiwar.com. This is an anti-war original. December 18th, 2023. The NDAA. Congress's gift to America this Christmas by Ron Paul. None other than Dr. Congressman Ron Paul. The Sultan of Swat. The King of Crash. The Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. The man himself. The man himself. Just before leaving town for Christmas break, the U.S. House gave Americans a last-minute holiday gift. A nearly trillion-dollar military spending bill filled with lots of goodies for the special interests and the military-industrial complex. Unfortunately, the rest of America got nothing but coal in its stockings. Again? It sounds like a guy who was born in the 30s wrote this, doesn't it? 
Got nothing but coal in his stockings. Oh, oh, oh. Right. <laughs> With constitutionalists like Representative Thomas Massey on the House Rules Committee, which that dude endorsed DeSantis, so I don't know. How constitutional can you be? Speaker Johnson made the unusual move of bringing the National Defense Authorization Act under suspension of the rules, which bypasses the Rules Committee, but requires two-thirds of the House to pass the bill. Considering that Speaker Johnson tossed into the, quote, must-pass, end quote, bill, yet another extension of Section 702 of the FISA Act. It's unsurprising that he wanted to rush the bill through without the possibility of amendment. Section 702 allows the government to intercept and retain without a warrant the communications of any American who is in contact with a non-U.S. citizen. It is clearly a violation of the Fourth Amendment, which is supposed to protect Americans against unreasonable searches and seizures. Hmm. Well, they didn't have cell phones back in the day, so that clearly doesn't mean the the Fourth Amendment doesn't apply, right? Right, but just like the Second Amendment is for muskets only. It's such a public-private partnership these days that the major service providers in the cell phone industry, like Verizon, AT and T, and whatnot, they just hand information over without warrants all the time. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They don't care at all. But, oh, yeah, you want documents on how, how many subscribers? Yep, here they are. No warrant needed. Just doing our part. That's it. Yeah. Speaking of cell phones and cell phone providers, this audio segment is from YouTube channel Guns and Gadgets Second Amendment News. Uh, but where we are right now is an American cellular, an American cellular provider, because right now it's T-Mobile's network, but a lot of other network, a lot of other providers use their network. Uh, they're going to start policing the content of text messages to find violators. Now, like I said, this has to do with non-consumers. However, there's nothing that I saw that says that it can eventually go to consumers. Okay, But this will affect gun companies. And whatever they perceive as illegal, for instance, if... And this is just an example that I gave to T-Mobile's reps and they couldn't confirm nor deny it. So take this with a grain of salt. But if my company, insert every company you buy from that sends you a text message when something's on sale or whatever, uh, they send something out such as a standard capacity magazine, a full 30 rounder, those evil things in some states. And it's perceived as illegal in some states, which unfortunately it is right now, not for long, I hope, uh, then this could result in a fine for our companies here in this community. And you saw, you, you saw I went to political speech, right? It said that uh, political uh, groups would be under this as well. So does this mean that political text messages will be censored going into 2024? Uh, I mean, it is what it is. I read it to you. I, it's being reported on reputable uh, companies. But T-Mobile won't say anything until it actually hits their network on the first. Just say for now, pump the brakes. It only has to, it's not us. They're going after companies, which a lot of us are companies, have companies that do this stuff. So ensure everything leaving your network in a text message is up to snuff. Um, and I'm worried that this will be 
not only this is a first, this obviously is the first amendment violation for companies now and political speak, but I'm worried that this will be applied to us. And this isn't, this will not be effective the way that they want it to be unless all of the other carriers eventually buy in, right? That's the only way they can really take, take a, a bite out of crime here. It's an attempt to stop spam, but there's nothing saying it won't affect you or me. So that's an update. That's what I have. Uh, I just wanted to put this out there because a lot of people are freaking out, rightfully so, but let's be accurate on it right now. It's non-consumers. It, should it shouldn't be done anyway, but it's an attempt to stop some of the spam and, and, and phishing and all that stuff going on. The, we just have jobs due. I got a family, man. Anyways. Section 702 was, quote, legalized under President George W. Bush during the War on Terror. Yeah, there was a bunch of people that were up in arms about that. Yeah. After it was revealed that Bush was using the National Security Agency to illegally spy on Americans. Remember they justified it? I don't we, remember. We need to do this to, to prevent any 9-11 from ever happening again. Right. Okay. Still had that fresh in everybody's minds. Mm-hmm. We were told at the time that the government must be granted these authorities because we were under threat from terrorists. It would just be a temporary measure, we were promised. Yeah, I remember that, too. Right. And then the authority would expire. And that was one of Obama's little, oh, though, the Patriot Act is expired and all this other stuff. Right? Yeah, when he was campaigning. So good. Such a good person. Bullshitter. That was 15 years ago, and here we are reauthorizing the government to continue to violate our liberties. As with the rest of the violations of our civil liberties after 9-11, the Patriot Act and the creation of the Department of Homeland Security and the TSA, the federal government soon turned its terrorism fighting tools inward, just like we were warned. Targeting Americans rather than foreigners who we were told wanted to harm Americans. That's why the FBI so-called domestic terrorist watch list continues to expand to include Christians and those skeptical of big government. Yeah. Hopefully we're not on those watch lists. Whatever. <laughs> so rather than debating whether we want a government more like East Germany than the one our founders imagined, Section 702 was tossed in to the military spending bill. There you go. Just mm -hmm. some big-ass omnibus bill that they throw all sorts of lump shit in together with, and they're all taking some sort of big old chunk of pork home. So yeah. they just vote yes because it's got all their pork. pork it's belly. got all the big shit that the people motivated enough to get it in there. Yeah. Done deal. So trillions of dollars. I'm sorry. Millions of dollars says here that it also contained a $600 million gift to the corrupt government of Ukraine. Impossible. They're not corrupt, dude. That's just a right-wing talking point. Yeah. I actually read today that the death toll for the Ukrainian side is a state secret. Oh, really? Yeah. They're not even allowed to report it. And nobody. Hmm. And they don't release it. Isn't that weird? Why would we not want to know the death toll? Ask Zelensky, buddy. Because if the Russians find out how many people we don't have, they'll overwhelm us. Anyways. Yeah, that's a whole debacle, too. Ukraine is done for. Yeah. We've been saying it. Russia's taking it slow, but it's a done deal. It's over. They're patient. Very. Like the elves.
in and, the Lord of the Rings. And if any number is inflated or or whatever, to I think that making Russia look worse than they are would be the main intent of most mainstream sources. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it's going as badly as Western media reports it for Russia. I don't think they're having a problem at all. No. Yeah, I keep seeing a bunch of stupid propaganda. Oh, I saw one today on DuckDuckGo. I DuckDuckGo'd it. Yeah. And uh, it said Russia's lost 90% of its army. Yeah. Bullshit. N- that is impossible. Right. That no way in hell is that even... Utterly impossible. Russia's military death toll in Ukraine rises to 348,300 deaths. I doubt they've lost that many. I, I highly can't, doubt. I don't believe that Russia's at all. Russia's military either. death toll in Ukraine rises to about 347,160. Right. Yeah, I kept seeing that number. and But I could see Ukraine's death toll being that bad. Right. Absolutely, but not Russia. No. Yeah, no. it's interesting when you they're, search. You they're lying find. about how bad Russia is doing and has been doing the whole time. They say the Ukrainian is close to 70,000. There's no way. Yeah, that's why Zelensky was just bagging. If you don't send us more money, then your kids are going to have to come fight over there. There's no way it's that lopsided. Yeah, shut up for one. You're, my kids aren't going anywhere. Right. That's. I'm not sending uh-huh. my kid to die over for you, buddy. Simple as that. Moving on. Next article. Somalia. Yeah, I found this one from Task and Purpose. I had heard about this and did a quick search. U.S. conducts first airstrike in Somalia in nearly four months. Ooh, what? I wonder what made them take such a long break from the airstrikes, you know? Hmm. Focusing efforts otherwhere, other, other places. The security situation in Somalia is not good by Jeff Shogel, published December 19th, 2023. A December 17th U.S. airstrike near Jalib, Somalia, is believed to have killed one militant with Al-Shabaab, a terrorist group that has pledged allegiance to Al-Qaeda, according to U.S. Africa Command or AFRICOM. I have two questions about that paragraph. One, airstrike near Jalib, Somalia, is believed to have killed one militant with Al-Shabaab. I doubt he was the only casualty. No, no. If you read down, the U.S. military does not believe that any civilians were injured or killed by the airstrike, an AFRICOM news release says. <sighs> Don't buy it. That's what they're saying. I, I just... Just like this they, dude would have just like they never killed any journalists in, in Iraq. <laughs> yeah, they certainly are in Gaza. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Like everybody's pissed off of the Israeli government now. Yeah. So yeah, there's that, and then the second thing I brought up. So with Al Shabaab, a terrorist group that has pledged allegiance to Al Qaeda, this must be a not CIA friendly faction of Al Qaeda. Right. How does this work? I don't know. Right? Something like that. Anyway, that's interesting. U.S. military officials have not provided any information about the militant. Voice of America reported that the airstrike targeted a high-ranking Al-Shabaab leader who has not been identified. The U.S. military does not believe that any civilians were injured or killed by the airstrike. Okay. 
No U.S. troops were in the vicinity of the airstrike, according to AFRICOM, which has not specified what type of aircraft involved in the operation or what kind of munition was used. Before December 17th, the last U.S. airstrike in Somalia took place on August 26th, and it killed 13 suspected Al-Shabaab fighters. Amazing. So, I know that things are uh, heating up in the Red Sea, right? In the Gulf of Aden right there? A little bit, I guess. Aren't the... Uh, hearing something about ships being attacked. Yeah, aren't Houthis? Yeah. The they, Iranian-backed Yemenis? Which were taken off of the terrorist watch list by the Biden administration and then put right back on again now. Yeah, they're attacking U.S. interests. Yeah. Cargo ships and weird. whatnot and stuff, right? Super weird. But it, we also have to understand that people in Yemen probably have some legit reasons to not uh, like the United like States. The United States pretty yeah, much. absolutely. For Super instance, weird again. Probably, uh, you know, F-16s and whatnot being used to bomb civilians for the past five, six years. Create a humanitarian crisis and hundreds of thousands dead. That's just fighting terrorism. <laughs> it's just the cost of fighting terrorism. That's it. This is so they don't attack us, dude. Freedom isn't free. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is so they don't come over to our soil and attack us. The talk guys also wanted to add a quick update on the Red Sea crisis. ET Now News on January 1st, 2024. Red Sea crisis seemed to have escalated as Iran has now sent a warship through the Bab el Mandeb Strait on January 1 as per reports. This came after the U.S. Navy destroyed three boats of Iran-backed Houthi rebels and killed 10 militants while they were trying to hijack a Singaporean vessel. As a result of this, oil prices rose on January 2. Brent jumped 1.6% to $78.27 per barrel. What is the Red Sea crisis? How does it impact global trade? And why are countries pulling out of U.S.'s anti-Houthi task force? We understand. Hello and welcome. I'm Pallavi Sharma and you are watching Money Wise with ET Now. Let's begin. Since last month, Red Sea has been on red alert. From warships to task force, tensions in Red Sea are only escalating. Houthis have been attacking ships in the Red Sea since November and launched more than 100 drones and missile attacks on vessels passing through the vital shipping lane. The rebel group claimed that the attacks were directed to vessels linked to Israel in response to Israel-Gaza tensions. However, they also attempted to attack a Singapore-flagged vessel. In response to that, U.S. Navy destroyed three boats of Houthi rebels, killing 10 militants. Houthis have attacked over 13 commercial vessels using drones and missiles and vow to attack vessels that are uh, from Israel or for Israel or they think they are for Israel. In the late 90s, the Houthi family in far north Yemen set up a religious revival movement for Zaydi sect of Shiite Islam. It had once ruled Yemen. As friction with the government had grown, they fought a series of war with the National Army and brief border conflict with Saudi Arabia. The war in Yemen began in 2014 when capital city Sana'a was seized by the Houthis. Now, Saudi Arabia also intervened in the war. However, Houthis established control over most of North and other big population centers while the government based itself in Aden. 
Red Sea has the Suez Canal at the northern end and the narrow Bab el Mandeb Strait on the southern end. It is a very busy waterway that brings goods between Asia and Europe. 40% of Asia Europe trade normally goes through the area, including huge energy supplies like oil and diesel. Even food products like palm oil and grain is bought over these container ships. More than 30% of global container traffic head through Suez Canal. The passage accounts for 12% of global trade, 9% of oil demand, 6% of LNG imports. Huge shipping container uh, companies have also now avoided Red Sea and sending their ship through Africa and Cape of Good Hope. This adds to the travel time and ships burn more fuel adding to the shipping cost apart from the delay in imports and exports of goods. In 2021, container ship ever given was stuck in the Suez Canal for just six days and it led to a global supply chain crisis. An India-flagged crude oil tanker was also attacked by a drone fired by Houthis. As per reports, Suez Canal is used by India for maritime trade worth around $200 billion and this was in 2021. The quantum of trade is expected to have gone up post-pandemic. India's exports through Suez Canal include food products, apparel and electronics, among others, to Europe, which is also India's second largest export destination and it imports crude through this route. Now, the Red Sea crisis will disrupt crude shipments from Russia. India has also deployed warships to uh, Red Sea amid the ongoing tensions. In December, the U.S. had announced a 10-nation task force to counter Houthi attacks. However, two of America's European allies who were listed to uh, Operation Prosperity Guardian, Italy and Spain appeared to distance itself from the maritime force. The Pentagon said that the force is a defensive coalition of more than 20 nations to ensure that ships sail freely through the sea. However, a dozen of those countries have not acknowledged their contributions. Saudi Arabia and UAE have not shown any interest. India is also not likely to join the US's operation as per reports. Many Red Sea nations have not shown interest to join the task force. However, many nations have decided to deploy warships to save vessels from an attack and act on their own. This could be because of Biden's constant support to Israel amid the Israel-Hamas tensions. Iran has also rejected US and British calls to end support for attacks by Houthis on vessels in the Red Sea. Iran's security chief has praised quote-unquote brave actions of Houthis who targeted Israeli-linked vessels in the shipping lane. If these tensions escalate even further, the global economy that seems to have been recovering from an inflation caused by two wars have to bear the cost of high oil prices and disrupted supply chain. For more such news and views, keep watching ET Now. But no, I mean, there are reasons for people to be a little, a little, I mean, majorly angry with the, uh, the Pentagon, Washington, D.C. Yeah. Well, speaking of people coming over here to attack us. <laughs> You're going there, are you? What, the Netflix leave the world behind? Oh, no, we'll get to that in another episode. We should go over that, though. No, illegals crossing surge in remote areas as Congress and White House weigh major asylum limits. This is by KWQC in Iowa, local state affiliate that... Uh, it's Associated Press by Elliot Spagat. Sure. 
But yeah, December nineteen. Anyway, twenty twenty three. Republished by a an Eastern Iowa outfit. Isn't that nice? Mm hmm. Lukeville, Arizona. Hundreds of dates are written on concrete-filled steel columns erected along the U.S. border with Mexico to memorialize when the Border Patrol has repaired illicit openings in the would-be barriers. Yet no sooner are fixes made than another column is sawed, torched, and chiseled for large groups of migrants to enter, usually with no agents in sight. The breaches stretch about 30 miles on a washboard gravel road west of Lukeville, an Arizona desert town that consists of an official border crossing, restaurant, and duty-free shop. The repair dates are mostly since spring, when the flat desert region dotted with saguaro cactus become the busiest quarter for illegal crossings. Says um, migrants from Senegal in Africa. Guinea, Mexico, we know where that's at. They walked along the Arizona border, the uh, beloved Donald Trump wall. Build that wall. Guatemala. Yeah, I'm sure all over down there. I'm sure a bunch of them walked across the Darien Gap. So, Yeah, and I, I have a buddy that was just his uh, National Guard unit. Just got activated and had to go to the border. Saw some pretty horrific shit. Well, Trump really. Got- Oh, yeah, a lot of children. That, that children, bad down there? A lot of children coming over being raped and stuff by coyotes. They're coming across coyotes raping women and stuff. And Seriously? Yeah. It's not nice. It's not good. Pretty whacked up. Whacked out. Well, Trump got blasted for saying the immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. Wow. I don't know about... The- Apparently, that's Adolf Hitler talk. According to and mainstream NBC media? News, yeah. NBC? pretty extreme it is well what was his number more than twelve thousand six hundred across the southern border in a day yeah da- daily mail reported fourteen thousand or so by jeff earl deputy u.s political editor for dailymail.com and james gordon so that was december 18th that happened right yeah i don't know i really hope these i mean from what i've been seeing and it could just be propaganda too but most of these are like middle-aged males. Yeah, I've military seen a lot of that, age yeah. males, young males. Same thing going on in Europe across the Mediterranean. But this is apparently a record high. Yeah. And they also say that uh, you know, refugees fleeing countries are usually women and children, mostly women and children. But we're apparently the numbers of these young middle-aged males greatly out, outweigh the numbers of Women and children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the new record was 12,624 hours. U.S. Customs and Border Protection announced it, announced it would suspend rail operations at a pair of international crossings. I have an article about that next. Agency pledged to continue to prioritize its border security mission. Doesn't sound like it. It has been secured for a while. I mean, we really haven't talked about the border that much. No. But But, uh, seriously, people from some far off places that uh, are pretty bad places, oftentimes, too, they are flooding across the border in record numbers. Yeah. So 
If you don't have a firearm, you should. Just going to say that for self-defense at home or whatever, right? Dang. Look what they're doing in Europe. Yeah. Don't worry. Greg Abbott signed a bill in Texas today letting police arrest migrants who would cross the border illegally. Mm. Abbott also pissed off the mayor in that one chuckle face. What's his name? From Chicago. Can't remember that dude's name. Mayor Brandon Johnson. Smiling all the time. So stripes.com brings us U.S. closes two rail crossings in Texas so agents can help process migrants by Valerie Gonzalez and Paul J. Weber, December 18, 2023, Associated Press. McAllen, Texas, U.S. authorities temporarily shut down two railroad border crossings in Texas on Monday to shift officers to helping process migrants, drawing warnings from rail operators that the temporary closures would hamper trade ahead of Christmas. The decision by U.S. Customs and Border Protection to suspend operations at rail crossings in Eagle Pass and El Paso adds another tension point over immigration amid a struggle in Washington between the White House and Senate negotiators to reach a deal on border security. Another thing that happened a few days ago, actually, on this was published December 15, 2023, by USA Today, Stacey Barchinger, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs sends National Guard to border, says Biden refused to deliver aid. Governor Katie Hobbs on Friday ordered members of the National Guard to southern Arizona to back up law enforcement agencies dealing with issues connected to a surge in migrants crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. With this executive order, I am taking action where the federal government won't, Hobbs said in a statement. But we can't stand alone. Arizona needs resources and manpower to reopen the Lukeville crossing, manage the flow of migrants, and maintain a secure, orderly, and humane border. Despite continued requests for assistance, the Biden administration has refused to deliver desperately needed resources to Arizona's border. Tough stuff. From USA Today there. Sky News, January 1st, 2024. An influx of migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border are stretching resources beyond capacity. December border crossings reached a record monthly high, prompting some mayors to issue an urgency call for action. New numbers from the U.S. Border Patrol reveal immigration officials processed more than 300,000 migrants along the southern border in December, an all-time monthly high. Sunday, a plane carrying several hundred migrants from Texas arrived outside Chicago, followed by several migrant-filled buses. The migrant transports from Texas come as the Justice Department threatens to sue the Lone Star State. DOJ officials have threatened federal court action if Texas enforces a new law that would allow local police to arrest migrants who illegally cross the border. Mayors in sanctuary cities are also pushing back on Texas officials. What we have is clearly, uh, clearly an international and federal crisis that local governments are being asked to subsidize, and this is unsustainable. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham suggests the best solution is to ship large numbers of migrants back to their home country in an effort to discourage others from attempting to enter the United States. We have 1.7 million people who are ready to be deported 
but they just won't deport them. We need to send some people out of the country to stop the inflow. But Title 42 authority in the hands of any administration willing to use it would stop this. This new year, immigration is expected to remain front and center, both in Congress and during the presidential race to the White House. So, yeah, all sorts of evil shit going on. I can only imagine how awful the border situation is for certain people coming across the border. You know, talking about children earlier. That's awful. The exploitation that's happening to some of them. Yeah. Women. You know, sure, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't think it's a good situation for anybody involved, really. Well, it's good for AOC to go get photo ops crying with her beautiful lipstick on and shit. The wind blowing her hair. Well, like Mayor Eric Adams is cutting police libraries and school funding because of all the influx. Oh, yeah? Maybe he's cutting police because of those robots they're getting. Ooh. Pretty soon they're going to be outfitted with beanbag shooters. Beanbag shotgun robots. Either that or like tasers. Both. Yeah. And then nets. And there's going to be a Boston Dynamics dog with Ooh. an M60 on top. Pepper spray balls. Those. You seen those? They can shoot them out of uh, paint, paint guns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Paintball guns. Sure have. Equip those things. They can just walk into a crowd and just start unloading because it won't bother them. They're robots. Rock salt would be good. All right. If you guys enjoy the show, please like, follow, subscribe, share. Follow us on uh, Instagram at IowaTalkGuys underscore podcast. Follow us on Twitter, X at IowaTalkGuys. YouTube.com slash IowaTalkGuys. IowaTalkGuys is the name of the channel, right? Yeah. Share it. Care it. Wear it. Blair it. There you go. Yeah. Always remember, don't eat the yellow cake. Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. And don't cut in line. No one likes a cutter. All right. Yeah. Iowa talk, guys. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. Very nice. Appreciate it.